friends, welcome back to The Confessional. If you're joining us for the first time, I'm Delphine, also known as Coco. I'm the HEIC that's head editor-in-chief slaying daily over on thecocogoddess.com, where I help women master effortless and affordable style. I also run a YouTube channel where I create fashion and beauty-related videos, and I'm also the host of Coco's Chat, a bi-weekly digital talk show where I introduce dope chocolate people to even more dope chocolate people. And these are my confessions. So this week's episode of Coco's Chat was really about millennials and the shift that's occurring in the workplace. It's not just about finding a job for most of us, it's about finding a way to marry coin and happiness. So we started the episode with some stats. Let's go over those numbers again because men lie, women lie, but numbers don't. So just so you guys know, millennials are the most educated generation with 63% having a bachelor's degree. 90% think being an entrepreneur means having a mindset, a certain mindset, rather than starting a company. 54% of millennials want to start a company or a business or already have one. By 2025, three out of four workers globally will be millennials, and there are currently 40 million millennials in the workplace. 89% of millennials would rather choose when and where they work rather than have a nine-to-five. 45% will choose flexibility over pay, and it costs an average of $24,000 to replace a millennial. In the last five years, 87% took management positions versus 38% of Generation X and only 19% of baby boomers. Friend, now friend, did you hear me? I said... $24,000 to replace one employee. I mean, I know the queen said that you that chick when you cause all this conversation, but when you cause coin loss, congregation, do you hear the word? Do you hear the word? Can I get an amen? So in this episode, we touched on a lot of things and I, that I really quickly want to give my thoughts on. One of the things we talked about is people looking at you a certain way, whether they're older than you or in the same generation as you or maybe even younger. There's all this talk about body shaming going around. Why is there no talk about occupation shaming? Like, why is it okay for people to feel a certain way about what you're doing with your life and then tell you about it too? How does this concern you? How does it concern you so much that you feel like you need to disrespect someone's occupation, someone's lifestyle, or, you know, someone's desire to do better for themselves? If it's not for you, it's not for you. Keep it pushing. What's for you is for you, and what ain't for you ain't for you. It's true. However, please feel free to keep those thoughts to yourself. Occupation is wrong, y'all. It's wrong. Just like body shaming, it is not right. We also talked about um, finding motivation. That's a question that I get a lot. People ask me all the time, how do you find the mo- motivation to do it? And my response has always been the same. I don't like being broke. 
<laughs> you know you you just have to have the will to change whatever situation you don't like within your life whether it's being broke whether it's working for someone else both those are both reasons for me but maybe it's that you have children maybe it's that you aren't, aren't earning enough maybe you have a passion that you want to share with people but you have to one find that motivation within yourself now beyond that there are a lot of other places that you can go to to get this motivation some of the people that I love to or some of the things I love to watch for motivation are Eric Thomas uh, E.T. the hip hop preacher if you don't watch him I don't know really how you get up in the morning and do what you do because he is just full of energy he is the prime example of somebody who wanted to change a situation in their life and worked towards doing that and he's living it so he's proof that it is possible with some hard work it's not a foreign concept I also like to watch TED talks um, they have the TED conferences every year. They're extremely expensive to go to, but they have these talks at the TED conference and also at different events throughout the year. And you can just go on YouTube, you can go on the TED website and just type in whatever topic you want to um, listen to or just a general overview, general topic, and things will come up and you can watch the suggestions. I mean... TED Talks are something that you can get lost in listening to all day. Just make sure while you're listening to these things, you're actually getting work done. Otherwise, you're just wasting more time. Also, it's important for you to become an expert in whatever field that you're in. You need to read books. You need to write notes. You need to watch webinars. Study the past experts. Study present experts. And just figure out how you can replicate them, you know, in your own style so those are some of the tips that I can find from Maddie uh, for finding motivation for me it's people like Maddieology it's people like Maya Elios who really helped me in my field but you have to find that expert in your field that you can identify with that can help you and guide you in that way so other than that I mean if you can't find motivation within yourself and with within people who are doing what you want to do you might be a little bit lazy. I am not going to lie. And you have to be honest with yourself and just say, am I working hard enough? Do I want this bad enough? Am I willing to go get it? Period. Point blank. I mean, some other things that came down. It really just comes down to having a system. We talked about that. Um, and being willing to search for your system. Some people aren't really willing to search for their system or are looking for kind of somebody to just tell them where to find everything and tell them how to do everything if that's your style cool go get a franchise because that's where the systems are already set in place and you don't have to do a lot of work to create a system for the rest of us we need to create systems and that's where planning comes into play so planning creating lists creating goals write it down check it off Make sure that every morning and every night you have a clear sense of what your goals are. And I'm not just talking about your goals for the year or your goals for the brand. Be very specific and be very intentional. You need to write down exactly what you want to get done the next day, exactly what you want to get done that week, and exactly what you want to get done that month. That is the only way to do it. If you stay vague, your bank account will stay vague. I don't know about you, but I want to be very specific 
in my numbers, in my coin. I want to know exactly how many millions, how many hundred thousands, how many ten thousands, how many thousands. I want to know exactly how many cents I have. I want to know whether it was rounded up or it was rounded down. That is how intentional and specific you should be in your goals. That's how intentional and specific you should be in your research. Period. If you're not planning, then I don't know what you're doing. You fail to plan, you plan to fail. That statement didn't come about because it sounds cute. It came about because it's true. That's why we repeat it so much nowadays. I mean, in addition to just putting in the work and, and wanting it, like, I, like we stated in the chat, the most important step in all of this is execution. You have to do the work. And at the end of the day, it really is just you. It's great to have a support system, family, friends, whoever. That is so dope and you are so lucky if you have that. But at the end of the day, it is just you. There are only 24 hours in a day. Only 24. It sounds like a big number when when you get to checking off how long it takes you to sleep, how long it takes you to eat, how long it takes you to brush your teeth, how long it takes you to put lotion on, how long it takes you to do makeup if you're taking pictures or video, how long it takes you to write a post. Baby, where's the petition for four more hours? Because my name is probably on there ten times. It's not enough. It is not enough. And that's why, you know, I have joined the 5 a.m. club. So if you are wondering what the 5 a.m. club is, um, it's kind of like a hashtag tagline that came about from blogger, style blogger, and business blogger, Mattyology. If you don't follow her, get, you know, get your life because she's my favorite girl ever. But um, basically, if you want to stay ahead, you have to get ahead. So... Waking up at 5 a.m. ensures that I am ahead of the curve. I'm up before my audience is up, which means I'm already thinking about them before they're thinking about me. That gives me the advantage because the first thing you're going to see is me. And then for the rest of the day, I'm going to keep reminding you. I'm going to suffocate people with content. It's better to take their breath away and then give them life through your content than to sit back and let them inhale and consume other people's work before yours. Make sense? Take their breath away and breathe life back into them with your content or with your business, with your products, with whatever it is that you're doing before they go off and inhale and live and thrive off of somebody else's work. Right? So, in the chat, I also mentioned that I hate the word millennials, which is why I didn't use it in the title. The original title of this was going to be Black Millennials and the Rise of the Side Hustle. But I just hate that word because I feel like there's such a negative connotation to the word millennials um, that I feel like is associated with, you know, generalization of young people by older generations. I don't think that it comes from us at all um i think it is just a general generalization and projections that are placed upon us which is so frustrating like i mentioned in the chat when you're trying to do great things and somebody's kind of telling you that you're either not able to because you were born in a specific time or because your peers are a certain way or that you're just too lazy 
it's just the most frustrating thing. But I think it's important as as a, someone who is categorized as being a millennial to recognize the qualities and the traits of the stereotypical millennial and die to those things. Because let's be honest, everyone has the potential to be lazy, potential to be crass, potential to be cocky and unteachable. Everyone has that potential. Let's just get that out there. But I think when you're in business, your own business, um, small business, side hustle, you really have to die to those things. Think of yourself as the sacrificial lamb. I mean, you got to lay it all out on that altar. You got to bring out the machete or whatever you want to use. And you got to cut it all off. Sacrifice yourself in the name of your business. That's it. God's not going to come down and tell you, hold on, hold on. Thank you for trying to sacrifice yourself. But there goes the real lamb. Nope, the real lamb is you sacrifice you are the sacrificial lamb and you need to die to yourself in order for your business to live or your side hustle to live and if you're still thinking about your side hustle as a side hustle honey honey are you really in this it's cool if you want to have a hobby or make a little extra money on the side but i'm talking to the people who want their side hustle to be their main hustle who want to break up with their daytime and swing that side baby right into the spotlight where they belong, right? That's that's who I'm talking to. That person. And just remember that, you know, there are only 24 hours in a day. You can't buy time. You can't buy free time. You got to steal it. Thank you guys so much for listening to my confessions. If you haven't watched the episode yet, make sure you head over to the blog, thecocogoddess.com slash cocos hyphen chat. You'll also find previous episodes of Coco's Chat, like Black Girl Magic and Young Black and Republican. Also, I recently purchased the a couple pieces from the Ivy Park collection, the collaboration between Beyonce and Top Shop. I posted my lookbook video up on YouTube, so if you haven't checked that one out, please make sure you search The Coco Goddess on YouTube and check that out ASAP. If you like this episode, please be sure to follow us on SoundCloud and on iTunes and give it a thumbs up. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube. You can also find me on Snapchat at Coco Goddess and on Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, Facebook, YouTube, the blog, Everywhere SoundCloud at The Coco Goddess.